When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Hospitals in Gaza are overwhelmed as Israel invasion looms. Donald Tusk celebrates civic coalition success in Polish election. And Rite Aid pharmacy chain files for bankruptcy. It's Monday, October 16. I'm Anthony Davis. Medics in Gaza warned last night that thousands could die as hospitals packed with wounded people ran desperately low on fuel and basic supplies. Palestinians in the besieged coastal enclave struggled to find food, water and safety ahead of an expected Israeli ground offensive in the war sparked by Hamas's deadly attack. Israeli forces, supported by a growing deployment of U.S. warships in the region, positioned themselves along Gaza's border and drilled for what Israel said would be a broad campaign to dismantle the militant group. A week of blistering airstrikes have demolished entire neighbourhoods, but failed to stem militant rocket fire into Israel. The Gaza Health Ministry said 2,670 Palestinians have been killed and 9,600 wounded since the fighting erupted, more than in the 2014 Gaza War, which lasted over six weeks. That makes this the deadliest of the five Gaza Wars for both sides. More than 1,400 Israelis were killed, the vast majority of them civilians, in Hamas's October 7 assault. At least 155 others, including children, were captured by Hamas and taken into Gaza, according to Israel. It's also the deadliest war for Israel since the 1973 conflict with Egypt and Syria. The U.S. State Department said Secretary of State Antony Blinken would return to Israel today after completing a frantic six-country tour through Arab nations aimed at preventing the fighting from igniting a broader regional conflict. President Joe Biden is also considering a trip to Israel, though no official plans have been finalised. Fighting along Israel's border with Lebanon, which has flared since the start of the latest Gaza war, intensified on Sunday, with Hezbollah militants firing rockets and an anti-tank missile, and Israel responding with airstrikes and shelling. The Israeli military also reported shooting at one of its border posts. The fighting killed at least one person on the Israeli side and wounded several on both sides of the border. 
The Polish opposition leader Donald Tusk has welcomed exit polls showing opposition parties on course to potentially secure a majority in the country's parliamentary election over the ruling far-right Conservative Nationalist Party. A former European Council president, Tusk's victory would see Poland moving closer to European allies and reviving support for Ukraine. His civic coalition party ran with Third Way and the New Left on separate tickets, but with a shared commitment to restoring ties with Europe. The ruling Law and Justice Party initially supported Ukraine, but ran on a reversal of its position, apparently believing that Polish voters were growing weary of Russia's war in the country. The Ipsos exit poll projected that while PIS would emerge as the largest party, with approximately 36.8% of the vote, roughly equivalent to 200 seats, the KO-led opposition grouping would secure 248 of the 460 seats in Poland's parliament, enough to form a majority. Notably, initial results suggested Sunday's election may also have inspired a higher turnout than in 1989, when some 63% of Polish people voted in an election that removed communist authorities. Democracy has won. This is the end of the PIS government, Tusk told party members at a celebration last night, where he and others wore red hearts on their clothing. As a member of the European Union and NATO, Poland's changing position on neighbouring Ukraine and response to people fleeing the conflict was being closely watched. PIS denies its reforms have undermined democracy, saying they were meant to make the country and its economy more fair while removing the last vestiges of communism. It has built its support base on generous social handouts and a pledge of more independence from Brussels. Tusk said he would seek to unblock some 110 billion euros of European Union funds earmarked for Poland, which have been frozen due to rule of law concerns from day one if he heads a new government. The US pharmacy chain Rite Aid filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy last night as it comes under pressure from lawsuits alleging that the drugstore chain helped fuel the opioid crisis in the United States. Rite Aid listed estimated assets and liabilities in the range of a billion to ten billion dollars in a court filing with the US bankruptcy court for the District of New Jersey. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania-based Rite Aid operates more than 2,000 retail stores across 17 states in the U.S., although it's much smaller than its rivals such as Walgreens Boots Alliance and CVS Health. Along with other pharmacy chains, it has been named a defendant in lawsuits that allege they help fuel the opioid crisis in the U.S. The U.S. Department of Justice in March sued Rite Aid, accusing the pharmacy chain of missing red flags as it illegally filed hundreds of thousands of prescriptions for controlled substances, including opioids. More than 900,000 people have died of drug overdoses in the U.S. since 1999, with opioids playing an outsized role, according to data from the U.S. CDC. According to the Journal report on Sunday night, lenders will provide financing for Rite Aid to continue operating through the Chapter 11 bankruptcy process. Rite Aid employs around 47,000 people. It has closed more than 200 stores in the past couple of years. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Hello everyone. 
My name is Tom Kearns, and I host the Anglo-Saxon England podcast, where I cover the history and culture of England from the departure of the Romans in the 5th century to the Norman Conquest in 1066. So far, we've surveyed the collapse of Roman rule in Britain, the migration of the Anglo-Saxons, and the history of Northumbria from its beginnings in the mists of legend to its destruction at the hands of Viking raiders in the 9th century. I hope you'll come and give it a go.